Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hi, Monica. It is so nice to be chatting with you today. How you doing? I'm doing well. It's so good to be here. I'm just so glad we're finally connecting. I am too. This has been a long time coming. So before we dive in and get started, please let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do. So I am the founder of WellSeek, which is a community organization that is dedicated to helping women thrive in their work and life. What that means is I get to work with our community of allies and organizations, basically through advocacy and also workplace wellness initiatives to just redefine what health, beauty, and identity mean to women as a collective. And also part of that, I what's happened is that a nonprofit arm kind of fell out of it. So I'm also the director of Seeker Foundation. So that's something I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. But that's our women's mental health nonprofit where we're powering more women-led communities and just trying to advocate for change for more women. I love that. And you and I have had a conversation about these initiatives. And I really want us to dive deeper into why you started them, specifically WellSeek. And if you don't mind sharing just a little bit more about your own personal journey and your own personal walk through self-care and healing and transforming. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, if I were to give you the full story, way back to when I was 12. So I'm going to try to summarize this as quickly as possible. So when I was 12, my mom gave birth to my little sister and she had a stroke uh, shortly after and her heart actually stopped and we didn't know if she's going to make it. And she was in a coma. Um, They brought her back and, and she was in a coma for about a week and we just didn't know, you know, what was going to happen, but she did wow. come back to us, but our lives were just never quite the same. And, you know, without getting too much into the circumstances, those complications really led her, you know, kind of on a very difficult path health wise. And so health has always kind of been this constant focus for us, for me, especially um, quality of life and Mm -hmm. just really understanding from an early age that, you know, we can never take that for granted. It can be so easily, you know, be taken away just like that. And, and that kind of led me to be very fixated <laughs> and curious mm. about, you know, how, what is health? What is health and well being? How do we define and shape that for ourselves? And initially, I was looking at things from a very kind of like physical health, how do our bodies work? And I ended up doing my PhD in bioengineering. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm be a scientist. Like, this yeah. is how I'm going to approach it. Yeah. And I went into the biotech industry and And I loved what I was doing. I was like geeking out over the science and I I don't know, but something just happened where I was like, I feel really disconnected. Like Mm. I, I, I know I want to help people, but I felt so far upstream from really feeling like I was making an impact. So I basically said, okay, I'm going to go into entrepreneurship without a clue. I just knew I wanted to help people seek their own path of health and happiness, whatever that looked like for them. And it was really just kind of guided by this gut instinct. And honestly, to my friends and family, that was like the most irresponsible thing that I ever done. But they were just like, okay, fine, you do you. (laughs) So that's kind of how it all started.
outside of your walk through, you know, almost losing your mom, that's major. I'm so glad she made it back to y'all. But I wonder too, just like as an adult woman who's passionate, who took a traditional route and then decided, well, you know, I need something a little bit more and then kind of ventured off into the untraditional path. What else did you learn about yourself and your need for that change and also how you looked at healing and well-being? Yeah, totally. Well, okay, going back to, you know, when I just kind of dived off the deep end, I guess. I I remember in the beginning, I just looked at everything kind of through this lens of a scientist and an engineer yeah. because, you know, accuracy and precision, that was kind of like what I was trained in. But as I looked deeper, my, you know, views really started to change. I'm just really starting to understand that, you know, our choices, behaviors, and actions are just far more influenced by emotional drivers, you know, what we're exposed to in our social and cultural surroundings, that's so much more powerful, right, than influencing our who we are than any information or data. And, and so that was a very big perspective shift for me. Because again, going from like science to wow, I have to look at myself, what is it that's driving me to do what I do. And so that's when I really started looking at my own experiences and, and really just recognizing, I mean, I was going through disordered eating, um, I had so much anxiety and depression that I was struggling with. And I just thought, oh, well, this is just what happens. Like, we're, I'm, I'm doing a lot of things. So of course, mm. it's just, you know, I mm-hmm. just kind of normalized that for myself, uh, for a very long time. And, and it wasn't until I really started to look deeper into why these things are happening and, and trying to connect the dots that really helped me basically, you know, move forward and, and kind of start that process of, of healing. And, and that, that in itself is a long story, but, but that's kind of how it started. Tell me a little bit more about the Seeker Foundation and what you have in store for this amazing organization and how that came to be and why. Oh my gosh. I mean, so Seeker Foundation really started, it was a couple of years ago. I went through, um, I mean, I don't even know, basically a mental breakdown. I was struggling mm-hmm. to handle my son's um, ADHD diagnosis. Basically what happened was his school had a lack of training and understanding around the situation. And they were always looking for kind of a quick fix solution or source of blame for his emotional dysregulation. And despite trying to talk with them, they just couldn't understand it. And that was my breaking point. And that was when I basically realized that was when... mm, (laughs) <laughs> no, it is okay. Listen, tears are welcomed on this show. <laughs> well, basically, I felt powerless in that moment, and everything came to a head. But it really kind of be, went beyond that one incident. I just started to see all of the struggles I had gone through just from being a teenager and growing into my identity as a young woman and then becoming a mom, all these Mm -hmm. different identity shifts along my womanhood journey, all the pressures that came along with it, all of the elements of perfectionism and things that I thought I had to be. That was what compounded that experience in that moment. And it was through that period that I realized, wow, I have been holding on to this weight for so long and I was breaking. And so when I, I was literally sitting in a closet thinking to myself, I just, um, I, I wanted to quit 
living the life I, as I currently lived it. And mm-hmm. it was either I would end it in that moment, or I would find a new way forward. And Seeker Foundation in that moment was born. It became kind of that tangible symbol that I could look at and say, I am working towards this mm-hmm. rather than saying, I don't want to be here anymore. So mm-hmm. that's, That is, I know that so many folks are going to hear this and be able to relate to those feelings. And something really beautiful about what you shared is, first of all, it resonated with me very deeply because I've been in that same closet contemplating those same things. And knowing that we are never alone in our struggles, which I feel like is the other mantra of this show and of my life, it's just beautiful to listen to your resilience And to listen to what you birthed out of that really dark moment. And I just want to say thank you for that because it is so moving and powerful to know that we can get through those dark moments and that there is light if we allow it to be so. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. I mean, and I've shared this with you quite a few times, but your words really touched me deeply throughout those moments when I felt like I couldn't move forward. And, and it was actually around that time when I found your work and I, I, yeah, it it really helped me feel held and loved. And, you know, that was where I realized, oh, social media is not the devil. So tell me what your plans are for Seeker, because I, we've talked about it, but I definitely want you to share more about the initiative and the community offerings and what you're bringing to the world before 2021 ends. I really believe that there needs to be this paradigm shift in women's wellness. I mean, simply put, there are just so many structural and cultural shifts that have to happen in our society so we can better support women in their well-being. We just have to do this by helping more women recognize that, you know, whatever they're experiencing, there's a reason for it. Right. It's it's not like we, we want to deal with things when we're when they're happening, like in reaction to it. We need to understand it from a more preventative. Lens. What are the social constructs? What are the gender roles that we have been living through that we've just internalized and just basically took it on as our own issues? But how do we rewrite that narrative to say, you know what, I see what's happening and I'm going to find the next steps forward. So Mm -hmm. a big part of Seeker Foundation are the advocacy initiatives, the self-care advocacy, especially because we have to help ourselves first before we can help the world. And, And when that happens, and I've seen it time and again with the women that I work with, when they're able to reconnect with themselves, that's when they really find that power to lead their own communities, whether it's on a local level or at the national level, you know, like just because social media allows us to reach so many others. So um, being able to reinvest in women-led communities and community-based organizations, and then and working with the brands who are trying to also um, uplift those same women and that message, um, that's kind of the next part of Seeker Foundation. 
That is beautiful. So where can people find out more about WellSeek and the Seeker Foundation? So you can find us at wellseek.io, that's W-E-L-L-S-E-E-K.io, and then Seek Her Foundation is um, seekher.org. So seek and then her, (laughs) H-E-R. Beautiful. If you were mentoring your younger self, what would you teach her and what would you show her? I think the main thing is to recognize that there's so much beauty in both the joy and the struggle. That's when we can start seeing, you know, like when, when we are living that day to day, there's a difference between fighting yourself and fighting for yourself. We just have to give ourselves more grace with the fact that, you know, we're going to make mistakes, that we have struggles, but, you know, we can't go about living life trying to do it perfectly. It's really more about how are we going to be resilient in that moment and to move forward, (laughs) even when we are struggling. Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai. The Hey Girl podcast is produced by Wayne Bertram and me, Alex L.